Hello and welcome to the SKY Coaching Podcast. This podcast is for people who are experiencing chronic fatigue syndrome and want to improve their quality of life, to regain their health and to feel like themselves again. I'm a chronic fatigue coach and I want to help you start taking action to live the life you want to live. I keep my podcast short, sweet and helpful as I know energy is limited when it comes to CFS. If at any point you are interested in my coaching service, you can find out more information at www.sunkissedyoga.co.uk. Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode where I'm going to explain what it means to build a baseline and how you can actually do that and also building upon your baseline once you've got that figured out. If you are being coached by me, then this is something that I will help you to implement, but it's still really helpful to listen to this so you can understand it well. And if you're not being coached by me, then I really think you will still get an awful lot of value out of this and hopefully be able to implement some of this for yourself to help you recover from chronic fatigue syndrome um, long term and sustainably. So a baseline with regard to CFS is essentially your capacity to do things. And this will vary with everyone. For some, a baseline may be, it may be that you are bedridden at the minute and that is actually your baseline. Like that is all, you know, just literally doing the bare minimum, like breathing and thinking every day is your level of activity and that is your baseline. Whereas for others, we may be looking at starting to incorporate exercise back into your routine or trying to go back to work or maybe trying to travel Um, and trying to figure out what you can do and what you can't do yet. So a baseline is figuring out what you have the capacity to do right now. And that takes a lot of acceptance. um, And sometimes it can be um, hard to come to that. I mean, you know, if we're, I remember times where I was bedridden and it's hard to accept that that is your baseline, but it's important we acknowledge our baseline so we can meet ourselves where we're at. And then usually... The goal for most people is to increase upon that baseline slowly and steadily without causing themselves a major setback or, you know, a major flare up of symptoms. But do notice how I say a major flare up of symptoms, because actually minor flare ups of symptoms are going to be a part of the process of recovery and a part of the process of expanding and growing your baseline which kind of sucks, but that is part of the process. And again, you know, the first thing we do in coaching is radical acceptance of what we need to do. So the goals for people going through CFS, generally speaking, is to build up your lifestyles, your activity levels, not just physically, but also cognitively and emotionally. So I'm going to use, I'm going to use an an, an that's a hard word to say. I'm going to use an analogy today to help you visualize the process that I am going to talk you through now. So if you think of a building, everyone knows, you don't have to be a builder, but everyone knows that you have to lay the foundation first. If you don't, everything else will come crashing down if you haven't got a solid foundation. And in terms of CFS, the foundation represents mindset you need to get your mindset in place and consistent before you try and build on that before you try and build your baseline um 
it is the one thing that underpins the rest of the building and in our case the rest of your recovery you know it's the one thing that's going to determine how everything else pans out whether it whether it works and it builds or whether it comes crashing down so in this building let's say it's a it's a skyscraper and there are quite a few floors every floor in that building represents a progress cycle in cfs recovery and each progress cycle reinforces the next okay so when we have a solid foundation and we build each floor with you know um, supportive beams and all the nuts and bolts and everything you need um, they should all support the next until you get higher and higher and better and better in the in the case of cfs so in cfs recovery there'll be lots of progress cycles to work through especially when you're trying to increase your activity and a progress cycle is when you increase your activity even by the smallest amount for example just simply having a shower or walking one extra minute per week or it can be even smaller than that um so you increase your activity and then your symptoms flare up a bit and then you pull back and let the symptoms come and go And then you go through an adjustment period, which is where you let your body adjust to that increase in activity through the symptoms. And then you just have an adjustment period, which can be a few days or a few weeks, depending on the individual. And then if you kind of navigate that cycle, okay, and like with your mindset still firmly in place, then you can reach a new high. You can reach a new level of activity the next time. And I'm not talking major 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 steps it's going to be baby steps along the way Um, but that is you know that's crucial to the big steps that are going to come you know we need the small steps in place the common mistake we make with or I know I made and I know a lot of my clients have made with recovery is that we we stay stuck when we fear our symptoms or we try to eliminate all of the symptoms or we like we don't want to feel them and then when we do inevitably feel them we think we are getting worse or we aren't making progress towards recovery anymore which stresses us out mentally and makes us emotional and actually makes the symptoms worse and then postpones healing even more and that's usually the cycle I see people stuck in or have been stuck in for years like that is where you're at you feel your symptoms you get panicked and stressed and emotionally um, drained and then it just gets worse and it kind of plays they just play into each other and this is an understandable cycle I was definitely stuck in it myself for ages but just having the knowledge that symptoms are going to be a huge part of your recovery and can actually be quite um, useful for us to learn from is quite empowering, okay? And it allows you to feel like you have control over your response to the symptoms. Um, And, you know, it's, it's normal when you feel a symptom to think you're getting worse or you're never going to get better. Of course it is, but just knowing that this process is gonna be part of recovering um helps i think we make the mistake of thinking recovery is going to look like less and less symptoms and um you know 
pretty soon we'll be feeling no symptoms, which isn't always the case. It can be for some people, but it that is the long-term goal that we have no symptoms, but we have to put in the work to get there. So rather than having a symptom and panicking and getting very emotional, you can start to retrain your brain to recognize this as a process your body has to go through in order to recover. And instead of resisting it, and resenting it, you can hopefully learn to accept it and let it happen without falling down a mental rabbit hole of saying things to yourself like, I'm never going to get better, or, you know, this is going to be so horrible. And this isn't me saying that it's going to be enjoyable. Symptoms are not enjoyable, to say the least. But I promise you, it's your response to your symptoms that are going to determine going to determine how well and how fast you recover so this is a really important thing to wrap your head around and to start practicing to start putting into action as often as you can ideally every time we experience a symptom we want to be able to stay as calm as possible and at first that will seem like a real battle it will feel really hard and feel really foreign because it's not necessarily the natural response to feeling pain, but you can retrain your brain and your nervous system to work in your favor and reduce the stress you have around your symptoms. And when you can do this, you'll be able to start building upon your current baseline, okay? So what I've just explained is kind of the the mindset shift that we need to get into. Um, And obviously, like I've already said, the mindset is the foundation. So we have to get that right first, our response to our symptoms, and then we can start building on our baseline. And like I said, the time it takes is very unique to each individual. But something you can do now is start by identifying your current baseline. And this shouldn't be too hard to figure out because it's basically all that you're capable of doing at the minute without having major consequences. And this is going to be really helpful when it comes to learning to pace yourself as well. Because often if we have a day where we're feeling momentarily better or like we just have a little bit more energy, we tend to overdo it and then pay for that by spending more time in bed or having to rest or having a flare up. So learning your baseline will boost your self-awareness, which is always a good thing, and help you know where to start with your recovery. And you can even write it down, like you can write down your baseline so you don't forget. And another good thing you can do right now is to set goals for your baseline. And for most people, our primary goal is to just get back to living a normal life where having a shower doesn't make us feel like we're going to have a heart attack. But I want you to try and be a bit more specific with your goals. So get a journal if you don't already have one and literally write down your ideal life or it doesn't even have to be a journal, like just get a piece of paper, write down your ideal life in as much detail as you can. How do you want to feel? Where do you want to be? Who do you want to have around you? And what do you want to achieve? This can sometimes be painful, um, like because you may feel like you have such a long way to go. Um... But aiming for something will increase the chances of you getting there. Visualization is very, very powerful. Otherwise, you might, you'll get there and then you'll not even realize that you're there and then you'll carry on chasing something that you don't even know what that is. 
you know, goals, goal, people sometimes think goals are like irrelevant, but they're good for um, increasing your self-awareness and gratitude as well. If you can visual, if I can't get my words out today, (laughs) if you can visualize yourself getting to your goal, this will lift your vibration inside your body to feel like it's already happened, which means all of the actions you take now will reflect that and help you get there. And remember, with CFS recovery, feeding our brains more positivity and optimism is essential as it's going to decrease our stress and promote healing. So even if you think that this is pointless, like most people do with journaling and visualization, I want you to write down some long-term goals to aim towards. And don't hold back either. Dream big, like no one else has to read these. So just don't hold back. Once you have identified your current baseline, sorry, I went off on a bit of a tangent there with with goals, but once you've identified your current baseline, we want to start working through progress cycles to then increase that baseline to help us get to those long-term goals. And again, how you do that will be very individual. And this is what I help people do in coaching. But for some, it may look like adding on an extra minute to the walk they do once a week. And once you've implemented the stimulus, it's likely that you will feel an increase in symptoms. So you'll do that one minute extra walk and then you'll feel intense, slightly more intense symptoms. So it's then important, and this is the part where you will either make progress or you won't. After you feel that increase in symptoms, you want to respond to the symptoms with as much calm as you possibly can and acceptance and tell yourself that this is just a part of the process and it will pass. It's not a negative thing. Even though what you're experiencing in your body won't be pleasant, it's a process you have to go through. And then you'll likely need to pull back and rest to reduce the symptoms again. All the while maintaining that mindset, that foundation of I'm going to be okay. My body is just healing and growing. And if I can respond well, then I am still going in the direction of recovery. And after you feel able to again, after this adjustment period, um, you can either go through another progress cycle or, you know, we don't always be want to be, we don't always want to be um, adjusting and progressing. You know, there will be times in between where you can just be present and chill and you, you don't have to go through any cycle. You're just trying to live your life um, as best as you can in this moment. So when you're ready, then you go through another progress cycle. And each time in an ideal world, each time we go through a cycle, um, we look at increasing activity just a little bit more. So maybe the next time it'll be adding on two minutes to our walk or a minute and a half, you know. And then again, we go through we go through the cycles again. But this is remember, this is very general advice and the time scale of these things will be will be individual. So it really, really is about baby steps when it comes to building your baseline and recognizing that really small wins 
um, are hugely significant because they will lead you to the big wins is going to be really helpful for that mindset as well. Because, um, you know, just adding on 30 seconds of walking a week or even a month can feel underwhelming. But we're meeting ourselves where we're at. And that's why we always start with radical acceptance of our situation. We can't change it. We can't hate ourselves out of this situation. So accepting what we're doing and then celebrating the small wins. Um, anything, have you ever heard the, um, what's that saying? What is it? Um, Rome wasn't built in a day. That is very applicable with CFS recovery. Anything that is going to be worth having in life for anyone is going to take time and effort and consistency. If anything is promising you a quick fix or sounds too good to be true, then it is, you know. And this this does feel really unfair when all you're trying to do is live a normal life and be able, well, be able in your body like everyone else is. But we want to avoid resentment as much as we can. And as much as it's okay to have that realization that the situation you're in isn't necessarily fair, we want to avoid, you know, being filled with resentment and hatred for what we're going through because that in itself is a stressful emotion um, and a, a stressful uh, emotional state to be in. And again, that's going to prohibit you recovering. You're at a point now where potentially you are at the lowest of your lows. And as horrible as that is, you have an opportunity to rebuild your whole life to whatever you want it to be. So like I've said, figure out what you want that to look like. And I promise you the work you're going to put in and the processes you're going to go through are going to be more than worth it because you will come out of this one day and some of your best days are still ahead of you. And it would be an injustice and a disservice to your future self to give up and to admit defeat to this unfair situation or disease that you find yourself experiencing right now. If you want some help implementing building up your baseline and pacing and adjustment periods and brain retraining, then feel free to reach out to me as this is exactly what I help people do to regain their health. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you feel like you could use some support and practical advice on how to recover from chronic fatigue syndrome, then I am always happy to have a chat. You can find me on Instagram at SKY underscore coaching underscore.